Uh, welcome back to the EWO Faith Podcast. As usual, Kenny Jake and yeah. Um so I guess we should probably start this off by saying uh, before hours tomorrow we probably won't be I mean we didn't record anything for the episode, did we? Um I don't think we did. So I'm probably just gonna explain and go more into depth about what happened with um why we're kind of stepping away from everything but yeah if you didn't watch the pro wrestling podcast we're stepping away doing two podcasts a week cutting a few podcasts out um three every two weeks but every week most of the time two that will be the faith podcast and before hours and Every three weeks, I mean, every two weeks, it will be those two and after hours. So, before hours will remain on Spotify. After hours mm, will be on um, everything. And the faith will remain on everything, too. But, yeah, I... Yeah, we we're probably going to announce this on every podcast, probably for next week. So, had to do it. And, yeah, so, on this episode, we're going to do Thanksgiving, uh, Bible thing, a multi-week program leading to Thanksgiving, which on Thanksgiving, we're probably going to get way more into debt into everything as far as we're going to kind of, I guess, talk more about Thanksgiving in a whole. But, yeah, this is a, what is the name of all of this? Um, Thanksgiving Defeat Sin, or is that just the... That's that's uh that's the title of the that's the title of the first week. Um, it's called a heart full of Thanksgiving. Um, with like the subtitle. Um, it's about a lifestyle. So. Uh huh. This was uh this was written by um Garden City, which I checked out their website, uh checked out like kind of their goals, what they want um out of faith, what they strive for, and they seemed like a pretty good people. Um I didn't see anything about like I didn't like I I tried to look I didn't really see anything about prosperity gospel or um uh, false indoctrination or anything like that. So, they look pretty. They look pretty credible. All right. See. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, um, how many weeks? Three weeks. Yes, three. And uh, so. <laughs> Um, where's my calendar? 
Um, we'll start this t- tonight. Um, this will lead us into the 21st. And then that's the week of uh, that. Stop it. <laughs> um, my iPad was messing with me. Um, that will land us on the 21st when we are finished with it. And then that is the Thursday of of uh, that Thursday is Thanksgiving. I see. Yeah. Can't wait um, to do it. Yeah. And this is May last second. Uh, this will probably be posted Sunday night. And I completely forgot about this podcast, mostly because we did a podcast last night. And I wasn't even thinking about any podcast um, being right like the day after. So, yeah. When you didn't text me, I'm like, I kind of had a feeling. And so I was like, uh, are we going to do faith today or tomorrow? Yeah. And you're like, oh, shoot, we still have faith. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, we continue to do it. And. So, um, all right, so, um, I guess we should go into prayer now. Yes, I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm in like a hoodie and like sweat and like sweats and a blanket. I'm very cozy because it is very cold outside. It's just cold everywhere, it seems like. Every state, everywhere. Fall, fall chill weather, man. It's, it's here. Also, daylight savings uh, happened today, so we gained an hour, but that means that uh, sundown happens earlier. And that pissed me off, too. Um, They told me, yeah, it's probably going to be, like, the sun's probably going to go down at, like, 5. I was like, oh, shoot, I got to work out and everything. Usually, I try to spread it out during the day, so I just had to work out for about two hours. When I came back, it was super dark, so yeah, it's kind of sucked. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and I, it's funny because last night I was calling somebody about something. It was like two a.m. It was like one a.m. and I was thinking it wasn't too late. Um, then they were like, yo, it's 3 a.m. And I was so confused because it was like, I mean, she either said, it was basically, I think she said 3 a.m. It's almost 3 a.m. or something like that. I was like, what do you mean? And then I was like, hold, oh, I did know it was daylight savings. And, you know, once it uh, goes to two o'clock, it restarts, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, we um, it we gain an hour, which means once it hits two, it like goes back to like one or something. Yeah, um, when I saw that a few years ago, I actually recorded that. Um, and it's so stupid that I did record that because of the billions of things that would be recorded online of that, and it's just like a thing. Like, it's nothing special, really. It's just. But yeah, 
I didn't set my clock. Uh, my clock in our back. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm happy that we gain an hour, and we have more time. But it sucks that the that um uh, a little bit more time, but then the the sun goes down faster. And it goes down around like four or five. I was like, really? It really does suck. It was it was it was like five. It was like five thirty, and the sun was already starting to go down. I was like, no. Right. Um, All right. Well, without further ado, let's get into prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just, um, as always, thank you so much for this blessed day. And I and I just want to pray not only for understanding of the of the text and um, the message um, of what it's trying trying to speak, but also I I pray that um, everything we do here is Holy Spirit led. Um, the Holy Spirit guides us, guides our conversations, and um, guides us in right right into where we need to be as far as your plan and the promises that you have for us. We do this to praise and glorify your name. Amen. All right. Where we start? All right, so you you go first, and then I, um, I continue on with the devotional devotional section. All right, starting with I mean, it's already the title of it. Um, Thanksgiving defeats sin. Yep. All right, our relationship with God before sin entered the world resembled a posture of upright confidence. We stood without shame before God. All our affections were aimed directly at the Trinity, and we were perfectly fulfilled. When we choose to sin and gave him the belief that God and his commands are not enough, the scripture describes us becoming bent. We no longer aim in posture toward God in full assurance of our identity. But we bend forward the world in an effort to find formation and acceptance. This is the way Paul speaks. Those who are without Christ, they are crooked and twisted. And Philippians 2.15 So what is the cure to our crookedness. Philippians 2 tells us how to become blameless, innocent, and without blemish, even amidst 
our sinful desires and world, Paul tells us to do everything or disputing. In other words, be thankful. Paul tells us that our thankfulness will cause us to shine like stars amidst the dark. Our world is caught up in entitlement and thus we are always discontent. We are just like Adam and Eve in the garden. We think we deserve to be gods. Thus, we are on an endless quest to captain our own ship. And the reason we are never satisfied and and view all those that stand in the way of our stand in the way of our satisfaction as enemies is because we will not allow ourselves to be happy until we have it all as a result we are bound in discontent wallowing in our own pride we are chasing shadows. Thanksgiving is a lifestyle. If you're struggling with sin in any fashion today, it's a worship Thanksgiving problem. You are worshiping yourself or someone or something over and above God. And the only way to defeat sin is to transfer your worship. This is what thankfulness does. It takes your focus off of your deceive off of your deceptive need and places your gaze upon the king. Psalm of David, the Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thankfulness. That is, what? Um, I'm just going to say that was uh, Psalms 28.7. Oh, what you said or what I was reading? Just what you're reading, that's, uh, that's from Psalms 28.7. And this right, right now that we're about to read is Philippians 2, um, 12, 12 through 18. Uh, all right, I see what you mean. All right. So I'll restart that. Um, the Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him. With all my heart, he helps me, and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear 
for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him, do everything without complaining and arguing. So that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life. Then on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless but I will rejoice I will rejoice even if I lose my life pouring it out like a liquid offering to God just like your faithful service just like your faithful service is an offering to God and all I want of you is to share that joy yes you should rejoice and and I will share your joy so was that all yep that's um, that's all the devotion and all the the verses. There was uh, eight verses in total. Um, Philippians uh, twelve through eighteen. That's only like seven verses. So and luckily there was like one more on top of that. So that's why I gave you the the um, I had you read Psalms uh, twenty eight seven. Uh, since um i got four and you only read three but that one before that was four so then you had four i had four and then there we both read uh two paragraphs in the devotional each yeah uh yeah that's something i noticed but yeah wow we went through everything it's only like 18 minutes yeah I knew th- it seemed like a r- lot of reading, but I I tried to sp- like, um, I tried to space it out correctly so that it was even, and I knew there wouldn't be a lot. It's it's it seems like a bit of reading, but it's really only four paragraphs full and eight verses full, which is not really even that much. Yeah, and I'm not even sure where we should start with these. As far as reflecting on it. Hmm. I feel like maybe the verses are kind of, they, I like the verses that, um, not only do I like, I like that we're finally getting to talk about Paul a little bit, because I've been wanting to do that for a long time. Yeah, one of the things we haven't got to really. Paul's such a huge part. So yeah. Well, yeah. He he read like he, he Paul wrote like what was it like one third or or two thirds whatever it was of the entire New Testament. 
<laughs> yeah. That's something that also blew my mind, too. Uh, this has nothing to it, what we're learning right now. But was, didn't they say, like, the Old Testament, it took, like, 1,000 years or something like that? 200 years, something like that. And then, like, the the old uh, the New Testament only took about 50 or to 100 years. I don't know. I just noticed a huge difference between how long the Old Testament and New Testament was made. Uh, well, yeah, so the... Um... Well, from Malachi to from Malachi to uh, Matthew, Malachi being the last book of the Old Testament, uh, Matthew being the new, that the time in between that, um, they call it like the, was it, um, it's called like the days of darkness, where for like for four hundred years. God didn't speak. Yeah. So, I didn't completely know about that. Um, that's <laughs> 400 years. God didn't speak. That's wild. But yeah, yeah. yeah for, for for the time, yeah. Uh, I I asked my pastor that one day, and I was like, "So how much time in between the New and Old Testament? 400 years. Wow, that's a long time." Yes, it is. And, um, by the way, <laughs> so the Old Testament took apparently 1,500 years. And the New Testament took four, um, 40 years. That's crazy. Uh, um, Plus on top of that, um, plus on top of that, the four hundred years of God not talking, so all that time is added up into the completeness uh, timeline of Scripture, which is insane. Yep. Dang! When he came back, that must have been crazy. Yeah. Well, um, Jesus was born. Yeah. So he came back in talking through Jesus, in in human, uh, in the human form. So it's like, wait, who's this guy? <laughs> oh, oh, son of God. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. I mean, sure, like. Some of the people we've been accepting, well, technically, yeah. Uh, didn't God tell? No, no. God spoke through an angel, right? The angel told uh, told Joe, and yeah, I was about to say God spoke to them and pretty much told um, Abraham and them, not Abraham. Um, man, I forgot that guy's name. Always got his name mixed up. But Mary and uh, Joseph. Yes, I was saying I was I knew it was had to be Joseph, but I was like, hold up, I do not want to get this name wrong. It's just so obvious, but you know, Joseph, they don't really talk much about after all this happening. So, yeah, he's really more more mentioned uh, up until the part of Jesus' birth, and then he's 
I'm sure he's mentioned it a couple more times, but yeah, not too much. From what I've I've, I've heard from that, he just died. So there's not much to it. <laughs> I mean, nothing is better than. I mean, the Bible speaks about everything, so at least, and if if he rebelled or anything, I'm sure it will put that in there. So seems like he later died, and yeah. Yeah, probably. But, but I, I yeah. guess we should maybe just start with the first paragraph or the first section. It's in four sections, so. All right. Um. So. So, so that's that's the part. Um, our relationship with God before sin entered the world resembled a posture of upright confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Th- isn't this whole thing basically speaking on what you kind of should be as a Christian? Yeah, it just it's um, all our fictions were directed are all, all of our fictions were directly aimed at the Trinity, and we were peace, uh, perfectly lit, fulfilled. When we chose to sin, we gave into a a belief that God and his commands are not enough. And scripture describes that as becoming bent. Um, We no longer aim to in the posture towards God in a full assurance of our identity. Um, So it's kind of uh, it's kind of talking on. I feel like the whole overview is that before sin was around, everything was like modeled and perfect. But once sin entered the world, when Adam and Eve like bit into the apple, it's like, and when you've been to the apple, thus, opening up sin into the world. Um, it's it's like, oh, like, Adam and Eve be- created the mindset of, or the mindset was formed, it's like, oh, we don't need God. We can take care of everything ourselves. And so, with that root with that rooted every it's created this whole self-righteous um kind of thinking like and us being our own gods instead of following the one true god 
Mm-hmm. States all the way back to then. To like um and I I do I don't know. I feel like it's nothing against the people who made this at all. They they did a pretty good job. But my gosh, this is like I used to um pastor to younger kids um a while back. Um kids younger than me and like and this seems like something that we would preach about then. It's not like it's like childlike but it's like so simple in some ways how it's saying it like this this is how everybody became crooked and this is how you can fix the crookedness it's like so set in such a simple way but I do appreciate it yeah and and it's like um what was it I'm trying to find the scripture that that talks about it. All right. Yeah. So it's I just like how I mean most of our things are very complex. And then it's, like, so hard to kind of get into, not, like, hard to get into it, but, like, kind of hard which part we should talk about. Um, But this one, it's all kind of talking about the same thing from the start to the end. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Psalms, Psalms uh, 1, 6. Um, Psalms one sixteen six says, "The Lord protects those of childlike faith." I was, I was facing death, and He saved me. So, there's so what I was like trying to get at is the Bible does talk about having childlike faith. Yeah. Um and uh, man, so childlike faith by the way for all the people out there doesn't mean literally like you act like a child like no. It's it's childlike faith at its simplest like meaning is not not just not overcomplexing things. Uh-huh. And see, that's what happens as far as Christians. Um, and I know that happened with me deeply. When I was a kid, I used every single week, I was so excited to go to church. I was so, I never had a, an altercation with someone saying, this is why this isn't true science this that whatever this is the reasoning and this is how this person tested this none of that stuff i haven't had 
oh, you're a perfect Christian. You don't know what pain is, all that stuff. I haven't, I hadn't um, gone through all of that. And the questioning, I feel like most Christians go through um, at one point of them having faith, just so, yes, God and all this stuff, but what if it's all wrong? What if, like, all these other religions, what if it's wrong? And that happens as you get older. And just like in general, as a human being, when you get older, for a lot of people, what other people think uh, matters more, what this person says will matter more, um, you'll you'll be more optimistic as a little kid. When you get older, you wear more hoodies, you'll do all this stuff, you get insecure, all that stuff. But just like like this is saying childlike faith, as a as a kid, you didn't question everything uh like that and you I guess Jake put it in a great short way, like you really really don't I mean, if you're around any kid, <laughs> uh, if they go to church, they're going to be, well, not every kid, of course, but most kids I've seen, I haven't seen one kid who hasn't personally, but like, whatever they're doing, they find some way to be happy in their innocence, they're the face of innocence, they, and I guess the best way I can put it is this is before so much sin comes into their life. You get older, lust comes in, older um, seduction, all this stuff, uh, controversies and everything. So, yeah. Childlike faith, which is... And that's another thing that's so simple. Have childlike faith, which is something that we talked about Adam Cole a few days ago. How when he talks about pro wrestling, it's like he lights up in general. He loves what he's talking about. He loves whatever he does or says. He is in love with it. He's just happy to be alive. We, we just need that type of stuff with faith. Um, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's when, yeah, when, um, when you're a child, what's the one thing that you do when someone tells you something? You go, okay. You know? Because you're, when you, when your parents tell you to do something, you do it. You don't question. You don't ask why. You just like, all right. And then you go do it. Mm-hmm. Once you go into more of like a teenager and then adult. That's when you start becoming curious 
in like questioning everything and it's like it's it's okay to question things and be curious but when when you like when you go to the bible of course um questioning is okay like well why is this why does this happen and how does this happen and like who are these people and why are they saying this those are important things to ask but at the root of it people who go to the bible like it's this complex thing that they need to figure out it's like no like the bible is like the bible is a is a book full of lessons that you can learn it's very simple I, I something i do think is crazy about the bible honestly and you see i feel like we could get into other religions and hot topics in the future episodes but the bible in general people who are non-christians read this thing to find wisdom even like i've seen agnostics atheists etc even finding so much meaning to this like them thinking it's fake, but them agreeing with every single meeting in it. It's just amazing. I don't really see this with the Quran and all of that type of stuff. And it's amazing that, like, the teachings in it, like, famous people, like, um, so many famous people um, find things in it. Of course, Elvis, Michael Jackson, all of these people had some form or connection to the Bible and it's crazy like of them reading it um what EC3 so many people and it's crazy how the Bible does that yeah where are we going Where are we going with this? Um, you were talking to, um, and then I went to that. Then I'm sure you're about to go somewhere else. Oh, um, I was just saying how it's like you were saying how this thing is so simple, but it's like what the one of the the one of the One of the things I learned uh, not too long ago is something about a teacher. Um, and teachers, uh, when you have the spiritual gift of a teacher, um, or it's like, not if you have the gift. Um, it says in the Bible that, that all Christians, all believers, are... Um, given five spiritual gifts when they are born again. 
which are evangelist, prophet, teacher, apostle, preacher, or pastor. All of us have these abilities to, um, all of us have these abilities within us that God give gifts us these. And we can use these, these gifts at any time. Um, but when you go into ministry, what, like when you're talking about ministry, someone has one, um, one certain gift that they're best at. Some are better as apostles. Some are better as prophets. Some are better as teachers. Some are better as pastors. Some are better as evangelists. Um, but you have, just because maybe you're not called to these, get you're not called to be any of these in ministry, you can still access and access them and have them on in your day-to-day life because uh, God has gifted you with these. And one of the things that a, a, a teacher is able to do is when you're a teacher, you're able to teach the Bible in, in and break it down into the simplest form that makes it easy for people to understand. I agree with you. And this, um, whoever wrote this, is a like that just made me think. Whoever wrote this has a great um, teacher skill when it comes to talking about Thanksgiving defeats sin. They didn't. Now this was. Only you can get this much out of just Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> I was talking so much about Thanksgiving a few weeks ago on that Halloween episode too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like, I know like everyone knows that like, I like, we're not the first people to, to talk about Adam and Eve and sin entering the world hey every christian ha- has covered covered that and how um like them taking uh, them taking uh like as this describes oh on the wrong one uh as this is talking about Our world is caught up in in entitlement, and thus we're always we're always discontent. We are just like Adam and Eve in the garden. We think we deserve to be gods. Thus, we're on an endless quest to captain our own ship. That's exactly um, that's along the lines of kind of what Matthew seven. Um, in the Sermon on the Mount that I, that I just covered recently, um, started doing recently, it all of seven kind of talks about self righteousness 
and when it talks about do not judge others, um, it was kind of talking about not, it was talking about um, where is it? I can find it right now. Um, the passage, it was talking about how in the passage uh, Jesus is warning against the dangers of judging others um, and he's not and he's warning not that his followers should never judge or that his followers should not become moral zombies but he's, his warning is that we should not become judgmental we should not have a holier than thou attitude um, in other words Christians should not be self-righteous because when we because uh, when we become self-righteous we are deciding what's best for us instead of what God letting God what is instead of accepting God's plan of what's best for us we are taking we're trying to control our own ship and it's like oh we know what's best for us God doesn't know what's best for me I do so we're becoming our own gods in that sense um, th- thinking we know what's best for us and trying to control our own life plans when um, and become uh, self-righteous. Yeah, um, self-righteous and yeah, make your own decisions. Um, man's decision if it's not aligned with God it never ends up right no and never yeah. anything that we try to do for ourselves that we think is beneficial to us ends horribly I I, compl- I 100% agree with you uh huh I mean I know that firsthand, and even if it seems like it's working in the end, uh, it'll, it'll turn back on you. Um. There's a great illustration that um, uh, I got from one of my groups, uh, one of my my uh, young adults, uh, my uh, young adults. Um, young adults group uh, at my my church. And we were on the, this kind of conversation, and and it says, any boat that is built by by you, any boat you build that is built by you for your own ambitions and your own wants, like your own ambitions and stuff like and um your own ambitions, your own wants, like any, you, if that's the reason, or if, if it's you building the boat for your own reasons, that boat is going to sink. But if God built the boat and God built the boat and put it into the water for you to sail, that, that boat is going to thrive. It's going to float and it's going to keep on going 
and it's going to survive any storm out there. But the boat that you built and you put out on that water, that's going down. Uh-huh. I mean, so, like so many times in the Bible, there's no in-between. It's either God or the devil, and if you're if you if you're not picking God's side, there's only one side you could be choosing. Um, and think about it like this: God created this universe, which this planet is non-existent almost to this whole universe with all these billions and quadrillions of galaxies and we're just one of the planets um, out of trillions of planets and we're just one of these people on a planet with 7 billion people and we think that what we plan ahead is better than what God has for you that's very stupid uh, you you reference it says uh, many times talking speaking about God and the devil and um, going with him against going with uh, kind of our own personal um, uh, selfish wants or whatever. Um, Matthew six Matthew six uh, twenty uh, twenty four. No one can no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. That is amazing. As soon as soon as you're kinda of talking about God and the devil and either going with one or going with the other, I I knew the since I was going through Matthew 5 through 7 with Sermon on the Mount, I knew exactly the verse to go to with, with to back up what you were talking about. So, yeah. And basically, y'all know I'm a huge fan of Kanye West. One of his most recent songs on Donda had the lyrics about uh, I don't it's one of the most underlooked songs on the album but it basically says the devil runs the playground and God runs the building and honestly I was thinking about that too because just that one verse how much power that had in it uh, if how many times God wins God, like it's not even really a war it's not a war but we're just setting ourselves up for failure when we pick um, our own ideas we we Oh my gosh, this goes perfect. Remember when Job, um, that whole Job thing, when Jesus just asked him all of these questions? The, the rhetorical questions, yeah. Yeah, the, like three, 
three um, verses long. Uh, Try three chapters. Yeah, that was three chapters, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, he went through the last, like, the last... Uh, Job is 42 chapters long. Um, so, uh, 41, 40, and like 39 were spent with God in rhetorical questions. <laughs> that, yeah, that was amazing. One of my favorite parts, probably the Bible, honestly. Um, what of, of my favorite parts before that was just the kid that just, or the guy that, that just comes in and like is apparently like listening to Job and his friends talk. And it's like, and he's like, he like everything Job complained about or like felt wronged or entitled to um, whatever he was feeling that dude just, just walked in and debunked every single thing, thing, and and Job on every single thing he said throughout every single speech that Job had, and it's and he's and he's like, also, and once he got done with Job, he, he then turned to the friends and he's like, some friends you are, <laughs> spinning this nonsense of not helping him, that. Job, yeah, that somebody make a sitcom of Job, please. If if someone if someone were to make a sitcom of Job, I would watch the heck out of that series. That would be. I don't amazing. care if it's like I don't care if it's even like a web series. I will watch it. Please, TV producers out there, Pluto, Pluto. If if you if you want to make any like. If you want to do any like, uh, or wait, they have like a faith thing. They have like a faith, uh, uh, TV channel. Oh, uh, um, up there. Yeah, yeah, they have a few. What I know, Hillsong, which is primarily music and you know Bible lessons, and they have literally the faith channel. So yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, yeah, Pluto make. A, uh, make a Job web series, Pluto original, or, or um, or uh, what's what else? Pureflix, Pureflix, make a Job uh Job series sitcom thing. I'm trying to think of all like maybe the faith based uh people out there. Yep. Um, I hope to see that. So much power in that whole thing, and like we, like I was saying, uh, all these questions. God knows literally everything in this universe, and most of us probably don't even know the materials that our walls are made out of. Like compared to. God, our decisions really don't matter. Won't end out well. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, and it it's just like um It's like whenever I think of like people who um not anyone I know specifically, but just like when I hear like just people say, I know what's best for me, God doesn't. Or it's like someone who's not really like that in tune with like their faith or they don't they just wanna continue on believing that they know what's best for them. It's like, excuse me. God created the whole earth. He created every single person. He, it, when there was, he said, let there be light and there was light. It's like, do you really think, sir, or madam, whichever, that your plan for what you think is best for you is better than what God has. Like, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. That... This, this dude... This... this we're talking about the same God that let Moses split a sea. That turned a water into wine. Sodom and Gomorrah. Like, all these great things that God has done. And that it's like, you, the most powerful, omnipotent, person or figure in this world or above the world and you think your plans are better I'm just having a little bit of fun here, but but I think I've made my point. <laughs> yeah, I I hundred percent too. So you will not, or um, I guess we um, I guess we can kind of, unless I don't know if you have anything else to add. We can kind of like. I I don't have anything else. Yeah, we might have to end this in an hour, literally sixty minutes. Perfect time too. I was like I was I said I was doing I was doing the Sermon on the Mount uh, thing. I've said this multiple times, but what shocked me is they went through the plan that I was using for Sermon on the Mount. They went through that entire thing. And they left out a part. <laughs> that. It's like, 
and the, the section that that they the, the section that they left out um was Matthew uh, was in Matthew 7 uh verses 7 through 11 um uh be, it being uh that being uh the um it being the effective prayer section uh keep on asking and you will keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for keep on seeking and you will find keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives for everyone who seeks finds for everyone who knocks the door will be opened you you parents if your children ask for a loaf of bread do you give them stone and do you give them a stone instead or if they ask for a fish do you give them a, a snake of course not so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him that section was not covered in the the plan i was using can you believe that <laughs> i'm like it's like if you're going to if you're talking about covering sermon on the mount and covering the lessons Use all the freaking lessons. Wait, so was this the one that you were doing your uh, your live? Yeah. Oh gosh, I wish I saw your live reaction to that. Well, I well I didn't know. Well, I noticed it off camera, so I didn't I didn't notice it like on on live. I noticed it off camera, but. On my my tenth one, um, my tenth one, uh, day ten, um, it's uh, I was like, this is not okay with me, so I need, so I'm gonna fix this. So right now I'm doing, um, this thing called Ask, Seek, Knock, the Promise of Matthew seven. And it's a short little three-day mini, um, mini add-on or extension of it. And uh, I'm going to go through Ask, Seek, Knock, and then I'll be done with that. All right. That made, that made me upset. <laughs> Did you? So you didn't mention it, um, or notice it on the the um live? No, it, it, I noticed it, no, I noticed it off camera. If I would have noticed it on camera, that would have been gold. <laughs> like I know I'm, I know I'm a Christian, but I would have like, as like. I would have been faithfully insulted. You could have, oh, dang, you would have had the freestyle with it. 
Yeah, I I just go off. I just go <laughs> off on they shoot. I just I just shoot on the I just shoot on the the plan making people. But 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 in all honesty, but in all, like all in all honesty and all kindness, the the plan that they made was very well done. I really enjoyed it. Um, the lessons were really great. I just, it's, it, a small part of me is just hurt. And maybe it's because, maybe it's because that there was already two sections of the, the, the thing, two days devoted to um, how to pray correctly in a sense of, um, the prayer itself um and then the model prayer or aka the lord's prayer so those two were those two things were covered so maybe they felt like well we already have two things about prayer we don't need a third thing about effective prayer when we already covered two but it just it hurt me because what if someone it hurt me because what if someone like needed that or maybe could have benefited from that lesson and that now because it's not there that lesson or their commentary that they could have done on it is now deprived you're de- de- depriving um what they could have touched on it and it could have really helped someone so that's just why that was wasn't wasn't okay with me, but I luckily I found a side one that doesn't go it as in depth as um, the plan that I was just doing does, but uh, it's it's nice like nine ten minute um, little short uh, lives that I I can just do really quick and then uh, upload. Um, over the next three days. So. I I know what you mean. I do agree too. It really could have helped. Um, but they didn't. Add it. Um, very important part to it. They also didn't add in. Uh, they also they also completely took out um, or didn't add in a separate. They also uh, seven twelve, which is the golden rule. And even though, like, I and I made reference to it or I talked about it. Um, one verse. Everyone knows the golden rule. So I feel like that's that like doesn't really need a full like like section. I can just kind of talk on that briefly. But when you have like a whole chunk like three like four verses not touched on, a whole section of teaching. Really? You're not they- gonna like it's like like We've talked about prayer twice. We we don't need to talk about this. So who made it? 
Um, do you know who made the whole thing? I I do. Uh, and not not personally. I I've read read up on kind of what they do and they, um, who they are and what they like. I checked like uh, I checked them out. Um, they're not they're not any like bad preaching. Um, there's no like in like. Uh, there's no like false. Uh, false teaching there's no like false teachers um that i i found there's no like blasphemy teaching um i didn't see any prosperity gospel anything like that for their thing um so again that um from what i saw and what i like kind of looked into they weren't uh uncredible um not the best to credit or um, trustworthy in the sense of their theology. Um, but yeah, I'm really trying to make sure with these plans that I do that with everything we go through. Cause I don't want to go, I don't want to be teaching someone's teaching that is spreading blasphemy. That's, um, spreading prosperity gospel that is uh that is a false teacher a false prophet i nope you can you guys uh, that uh, that's not cool with me i don't i don't like that so i'm trying to make sure everything every plan that we do are credible people and their theology matches ours Man, I'm glad that um you do so. I always do. Every single plan we go through, every single person, uh I I double and triple check everything to make sure the people we're 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 doing the plan from is a a well respected pastor that is share, shares our same theology and it's like Oh, like, um, and it's not like a pastor who believes that, like, it's like, oh, did you guys know that you, you did a plan? I don't want ever to like come into contact that it's like, oh, you guys did a plan by a pastor who believes so homosexuality is okay. Does that mean you do? Nope. 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 Abort. Bye. <laughs> like. That shouldn't, those two shouldn't cross paths, and I'm trying to make sure of that. That is why we haven't had anything by Joel Osteen. Uh, Joel Osteen, Joyce Myers, which is a female pastor at this point. Also, you you won't see me do anything by Joyce Myers because I don't, theologically, there should not be female pastors. It says in the Bible, uh, it Paul talks about um, uh, women should not be spiritually have spiritual authority over men. And when there are women pastors and churches, they are having they are up in a pulpit having spiritual authority over men. Interesting. So 
um, uh, Joel Osteen, Joyce Myers, and so many other names um, that um, go against the Bible, preach prosperity. Um, for for oh, and because while I'm throwing out these biz words, if anyone doesn't know what prosperity gospel is, it's basically gospel that um, kind of tut. It's basically like. Oh, if you pray that, if you pray that, um, I want a new car, I want a nice house, I blah, 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 all of those, then just pray to God and he will like give that to you or just stuff along those lines. Yeah. Uh, I, um, for a second of when you had to bring up Joyce Myers, I was like, hold up. What did Joyce Myers do? Because, um. I mean, I haven't listened to a lot of her stuff, but I didn't know that she was a well-respected pastor. So that shocked me, but interesting. And with the whole, uh, by the way, the Joel Olstein thing, I, uh, before people questioned that, I, I, it was a joke, but I, I mean, I don't really watch Joel Olstein. I don't completely, I don't know. He probably did some stuff. I don't know, but um, I'm just, I, I don't listen to him just because, you know, he, he gets into his stories and, and it kind of, he kind of always um, slowly leaves the lesson, and it's then just like a bunch of ramble. But yeah, yes. I don't know. So, um, well, Joe Alstein is kind of he does he has done some like prosperity gospel or prosperity theology, um, in a little in a sense, um, but to like kind of give the basic uh, like definition of what I'm talking about. Um, it's also uh, called health and wealth gospel, gospel of success, seed faith are other names, but it's a religious belief among some Protestant Christians that financial blessing and physical well-being are always the will of God for them. And that faith, uh, po- positive speech, and donations to uh, religious causes will increase one's material wealth. So, speaking of that, I that's prosperity gospel. I'm wondering. A lot, like, Christians do not talk enough about uh, this, even though I don't even know um, what type of thing they categorize themselves as. But um, this this is, I mean, it, it happens today with the holy water and type stuff like that. But this was crazy back in, like, the 70s, 60s. You know Brother Love the Wrestler? That, this was basically um, the inspiration behind it. The pastors that used to, well, quote unquote, pastors that used to sell you holy bread and stuff like that. Say, if you buy this, um, God will bless you for 20 years. That was very popular back in the day. And it was letting the pastor have financial control over you as a human being. It was very mm-hmm. weird. Um, that it's a weird thing that a lot of Christians never really speak on, which is kind of, which I don't know. I guess we should. I 
I just wanted to speak on it because it's like, since a lot of Christians don't speak on it, a lot of people don't know if it's okay. So, yeah. Yeah, but so uh, to list a couple um, prominent leaders in the development of prosperity theology include um, uh, E.W. Kenyon, um, Oral Roberts, A.A. Allen, uh, Robert Tilton, uh, T.L. Osborne, Joel Olstein, uh, uh, Creeflow uh, Dollar, Kenneth Copeland, uh, Reverend Ike, and Kenneth Hagen. Those are some names that their theology is prosperity theology is their back their background theology is prosperity uh-huh so the ones that stood out in those to me that i did know about and where i was going with that is robert tilton and kenneth copeland those are the ones i did know about yeah. Oh so, gosh. Oh gosh. Kenneth Copeland. That was the guy that TJ was sending me memes of, talking about fighting Corona. I don't know what he was talking about. Um. But yeah, those are just the ones that I did know about. Yeah, that's why any of those those people on that list that I just named, you won't be seeing us doing plans from them. Uh huh. So I guess this is where we should go to prayer, but um, I think we should save a little bit of this for. I feel like we probably should go into some hot topics each week. Um, after this plan, maybe. Yeah. Or down the line in general, but yeah. Yeah, we still have the share of testimonies idea, which that will be a big long episode. It's been a year since um, my last setback, so this should be good. Yeah. Uh, you ready? Yep. Dear, uh, dear Heavenly Father, I just want to pray that. Um, I just want to really right now take the time to uh, pray for people um, anyone uh, in this culture today um, going through rough times going through issues troubles um, that you you bless them Lord um, and you stay with them and I also want to pray um that as we continue on in our, um, as we continue on in our in our walks with you, that um, that we uh, we remember that if we're struggling with with sin in any fashion. 
that instead um, instead of focusing on ourselves, we focus on you, Lord, and you are what consumes our you are what consumes our thoughts, our souls, and our hearts, and not sin. I do this, we do this to praise and glorify your name. Amen. Amen. All right. I guess this is part where we ramble a little bit. Not much to talk about, but. No, but it's. I it's love nice, it's, it's nice to just talk. Yeah. I love how yesterday when we did that um podcast about, um, you know, our shoot. We said, this will take at least an hour, two hours and 22 minutes around there of venting. Well, well, see, we finished up with every single wrestler at an hour, and then we just went on. Yeah, there we did go into booking and different things like that. Yeah, we did. Um, as soon as I saw the title, EWO um, gives their their true thoughts on WWE. I was like, nice. I was going <laughs> to say shoots on WWE, but then I'm going to be like, oh, come on. Because, like, newer fans might not know the term shoot. Yeah, so true thoughts, shoot, it's yeah, same thing. But, um, and it's like, shoot. Like shoots on WWE. What the heck did you did you, these two do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, and uh, we didn't really say this. Uh, I didn't really even get to go into this. And yes, Terry Cross lost only three wrestlers in WWE. Um, but um, I never got into the um rating wrestling, and I guess we kind of made it clear. WWE with everything going on, they just got an automatic zero. Oh, like with entire like overall rating? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how am I going to enjoy SmackDown after all these releases, really? So, there it all. And I, uh, yeah. A AW for sure gets a ten. Yeah, and something that really does annoy me, um, as far as wrestling wise, they're doing the same thing. Oh, this wrestler had a bad attitude. Just so the the next time this wrestler gets on the market, nobody's gonna want them, and it's gonna be harder for them to get it. And it's now they're saying Keith Lee, Keith Lee, had a bad attitude. I just think it's ridiculous because, you know, Keith Lee, I mean, I would have a horrible attitude, honestly. I'd probably be asking for my lease at that point, but um, I'd have a horrible um, attitude after that. Like, you change up Keith Lee 100%, every single thing about him, like literally every single thing, his theme song, his gear, his gimmick, at his baby face to hill 
like one hundred percent changing literally everything, and you don't ex- you just expect him to be like, okay, boss. He said he had attitude problems apparently. Yeah. Isn't like I feel like there's a pretty like big difference between bad attitude and venting frustration. Exactly. Like you can be you can be frustrated with something or a decision like being released. But overall not have but overall have a good attitude about it or a, a moment of venting frustration doesn't mean your entire attitude is bad. Just in that moment you're frustrated so you want to vent it. But at the end of that venting comes the attitude. Yeah, and they said the same thing about Bray Wyatt. I don't know. Creative's horrible. (laughs) Wise. So, yeah, we're not going to vent really much here, but, like, yeah. And I I just thought it was crazy how long we actually went on for venting. We could have probably went on longer, too, if it wasn't so late. Oh, I, I, we definitely could have gone on for like three or four hours more, but yeah. it's 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 good that we, it's it's it was timed very well, that it was only two hours, um, at the timing that it was, because it's like, if we did that at like the in the morning, oh boy. Honestly, I kind of do regret making it uh, two hours until I, I wish I kind of made it to like five hours because that would have just been funny for people just to press it and seeing the title. And they're like, oh gosh, this is five hours. They're going to vent about WWE for five hours straight. How? It's like, it's like, we, we look, we, it's like in the title, we vented on WWE for five hours straight. <laughs> If we did it in the morning, we definitely could have done that. Really could have. Um, but yeah. Far I, as... um, I, I really like this first part of this Thanksgiving thing. I do too. It's um, how, it's... how they could do it too. Yeah, and I, I like how it's like Thanksgiving. It's not just... It's not just a holiday. It's not just a season. It's not just an event. No, Thanksgiving is a lifestyle. You can always be Thanksgiving. Uh huh. And man, I got uh. I was thinking, yo, um. What if on our faith episode for Thanksgiving, we just give like an hour long for just naming things we're thankful for? A faith podcast wise. Faith faith podcast where 
would it would would it be on to uh, Thursday? Oh, we could. And have it on Thanksgiving. Could, um, do that. You it would. Uh, that would probably have to be like in the morning of, because like during evening and and. Night, well, of course, the stuff morning. would be like made on Thanksgiving, probably posted on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's fair. That yeah, yeah. probably like the day before. Oh gosh, and speaking of this whole before stuff, I I just love how. I didn't understand how this stuff, by the way, like, how are these people doing this on Christmas? How are they, like, good mythical morning? I was wondering, how are they having episodes on Christmas? Do they not have a life? And they they, they revealed that, you know, they, every single episode is put, is made a day in advance. So, yeah. yeah. Dude, I've been on a Good Mythical Morning binge right now. I'm binge watching their taste test stuff. I watched one literally like before this podcast. And Same. I just love how old I this is going to um be a crazy versus old um Good Mythical Morning or New Mythical Morning because old mythical Good Mythical Morning it's just Way more simple, way more protected, and Christian-like, all that type of stuff. Way more wholesome, family-friendly, and <laughs> the intros were way better. And yes, they revealed they're not Christians, a lot of that stuff. Um, they revealed a bunch of stuff. But isn't it kind of better in a way that... Now we know who the real Rhett and Link are, and we don't have to see. Like these guys look so nice on the internet; they look like some of the nicest and funniest people. Now we know that, you know, all the act is no more acting; all of it's gone. They're being themselves for once, at least on their podcast, definitely. So. I wouldn't. I would never know how, but yeah, the fact that Good Mythical Morning owns Smosh now is crazy to me too. Wait, really? So a few years ago, you know about Smosh going to debt. Um, Good Mythical Morning brought them, so they gave them all um creative freedom too. So yeah. Well, um, they didn't buy them. Smosh would be definitely dead by now, probably. We're not the same. Yeah, um, I I was watching. Um, uh, very interesting. I was watching Good Mythical Morning, um, but I was also on Pluto, uh, Pluto TV, and I was watching the Fight, uh, channel. Um, which is lion fight. <laughs> lion, lion fight. Which, Lions are fighting. No, so lion fight is lion fight promotions is a Muay Thai um production company. Dang, and they have um 
which for anyone out there who is not familiar with Muay Thai, Muay Thai is the fighting style of it's uh it's the punching you can punch kick you can punch and kick and clinch but you can't go to the ground so it's like stand up MMA stand up only MMA or stand up only fighting that is amazing <laughs> Yeah, and they have like I was just watching a like t- I just watch I was just watching a uh, women's welterweight uh, disconnected. You were saying that you're watching that. Uh, I was watching a women's uh, welterweight championship fight. Um, the the um, the champion was was forty uh, forty and zero oh and three. Um, forty wins. No losses, but three draws. Um, and then the other her her competitor um, was fourteen and zero. Never, never lost. Never had any draws. Never been officially defeated. Um, and so, uh, I, I, um, it's it's and it's like. The the only like, uh, it's uh five rounds just like in uh championship fights and undercard fights. Championship fights are are five rounds. They have five round fights and three round fights just like in UFC. But uh, Muay Thai matches take place in a boxing style ring instead of a, a cage. You know what type of like a boxing, uh, like a boxing type ring. See, it is very fascinating. All right, it's like mixing. Well, bo- it's like mixing in boxing and uh, and uh, boxing and UFC. Um. By just like allowing, by just like allowing clinches and uh, kicks and knees. That to check that stuff out, dude. Definitely, I was so hooked. TV. I was watching Flow TV this morning too. I'm gonna text you too. Put on this channel. But now it's like, yeah. But um, yeah, I was just binge watching Victorious on the Nickelodeon channel. Nice. I just loved how Victorious there and actual Nickelodeon stuff, and they really do have Saturday morning. Saturday morning, like their Nickelodeon thing is Saturday morning. Sorry, turtles. But yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I've been, um, I've been through the holidays. 
Sorry. Um, I've, I've been, uh, I've, I've been like kind of, I just, it depends on what I've mood I'm in, but I've been switching between like fighting. I'm in kind of a uh, fighting mood kind of right now, like a UFC mood right now. Cause, um, my UFC pay-per-view, um, stream is coming up in a couple weeks. So I'm very hyped for that. So I'm kind of like in the mood right now, but either I switch between that and now uh, do watch some cops, some Judge Judy. Oh uh, God, Judge Judy, what? Yeah, dude, I I love Judge Judy. That is a shock for me. Is it that much of a shock? I mean. I mean, yes, because, like, I thought judge shows were, like, a mom thing. Mm, well, it's now it's now a kind of, well, if that's the, the qualification, I guess it's now a mom and, like, Jake thing. <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, sitcoms are supposed to be, I mean, see, sitcoms, um, not sitcoms, my bad, like, uh, what was it? Soap operas are usually mom and some dad things. Depends. Um, and we are pro wrestling fans, so yeah, pro wrestling fans too, I guess. Yeah. And- oh hey, oh hey, uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge is is on on the CMT section. Wait. I've just been watching a bunch of uh, woes lately. Um, by the way, I still don't understand. One thing I don't understand about Pluto TV, really, that I'm trying not to complain about, but it just confuses me a lot. Why do they have news for New York? Like, if you don't live in New York, why would you care? I mean, it's cool that they have one for each state, but I do wish it was some way you could put, like, what state you live in, they have the news there, but I'm fine with it. Um, a kid, uh, oh, just want to put this out there into like the prayer <laughs> or whatever. I, I should have prayed for him, but um, a kid got uh, got stabbed at my local high school. At a local high school in my town. That is horrible. Is he okay? Uh, he's uh, he's he has some critical injuries right now. He got stabbed like um, fifteen times. Horrible. When did this happen? Uh, this happened. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. All right. Uh, 
this happened. I know um where'd it be? Oh, it's the right. Duh. Two days ago. Wow. Um, so Friday, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, apparently uh, the situation was that, um, like a, two students were like, kind of, uh, it was like two, like two students were like exchanging, uh, had been exchanging words for a while. And one of the, the one who, um, the one who, uh, got it, um, um, the one who got stabbed was talked, was saying like, um, they're like trash talking, like, I'm going to beat you up, like fight me, like, let's fight, like, let's fight tomorrow, that kind of like thing. They're trash talking each other. And then like, the like the day before and then the next day the kid like um this is just this is what alleged this is just what i've heard the the situation could be a completely wrong from from what i'm saying because uh, i've i've just been hurt i've just heard around like the kind of um things uh from people i've talked to um but then the next day, the the kid like um, brought uh, to give him like an advantage or like to because um, he knew like he was gonna fight. Uh, he brought like a knife and like pulled it out and started just like wailing on the kid. Um. So. Um, he got like stabbed in like the arm and like in the back and like the like uh, chest or abdominal section, uh, and uh, it's it. What sucks is no one like everyone just stood around and filmed. Like no one did anything to stop the kid. Like, he's like, there's twenty kids around you and no one can tackle the dude and stop this. You're just gonna let this go. Um, so th- was this like on the news? Um, and them saying the were they interviewing the kids that saw it or any of that? Uh, I didn't check. Uh, it was posted, it was uh posted on like my local uh local like newspaper uh thing. And the sus the the stabby is in custody, and the guy is the guy that got uh attacked. Or got stabbed is re- receiving uh, medical attention. 
uh, immediate. He received medical attention immediately. So it seems like things are um, it seems like things are are doing kind of good. Um, or the situation was was being handled and um, and stuff like that. But I just wanted to kind of bring that up because I just want to kind of put that into like uh, prayers go to him, uh, the the guy. I don't know his name, um, but yeah, uh, just prayers go. Um, my prayers go to him and his family and everything that they're dealing with right now. Cause that really sucks. I agree. Yeah, that is horrible. And, um, I, I, um, yeah, that that's crazy and horrible news, and hopefully he does come out of this and doesn't pass. That's a horrible situation in general. Yeah. I guess while we're on the way of wishing prayers, you probably should talk about that um Astrofest thing. Oh yeah. The passing of eight people and the injuries of the crowd and the man who injected random people with drugs and you know, just all the people storming. It was it was crazy first um the innocent people that were there um, really does suck to be there but yeah maybe we should end this more with prayer requests and stuff (laughs) because that's what I used to do a lot in I mean that's almost in every church and not every church a lot of churches don't have that but i do think in my old school we used to do those um we used to do that in many places so i do think (laughs) probably should talk a little bit about that and i believe this is where we end it yeah i mean um prayer requests prayer requests are good we should kind of i'm i'm down to kind of like reflecting on uh people that are in need of prayer um around that time or that week or whatever when we get a bigger audience and um by the way speaking of our audience seeing our followers on instagram if they're not fake um most of them are foreign which is fine but crazy to think about how, how much our reach has. But, uh, also, the faith being like 
last time we checked, the number one, like, the number one viewed podcast that we have. First, um, yeah, either tied with first or was. Yep. That's, that's, um, I'm glad God is working in, I'm glad God is uh, working through people uh, through us that well. That's that's amazing. Yup, and once we get a bigger audience, we probably will start doing that thing more, way more on Instagram, and maybe we will put some stories out where it's like prayer request, and you put it in, and we can pray for you over the end of this podcast. Yeah. Dude, I, I would... Uh, I, I will, um, I'll make a, I'll, um, I'll make like some posts, uh, as like a trial, a prayer request trial, um, uh, towards, uh, uh, towards the end of next week, like Friday or Saturday, I'll post a prayer request thing and give it a try and see if we get any submissions. Could. And yeah, I'm gonna have to. Sh- I'm gonna start shouting this podcast out more too because I feel like I haven't been shouting out enough, and I should be telling more people about it so they can tell other people, so they can tell other people, so etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, and by the way, which is funny, this is a short story. When I first made this podcast, my friend said they watched the podcast. They said it was boring. This was back when the EWO, me, uh, KP, you, and TJ. And I'm just thinking, well, I don't know anybody who just sits around and watches a three-hour podcast. Podcasts are meant for you to do as you're doing something, pretty much. It's like a, a side um, that's at least what I, I use podcasts for if I'm working out or just busy and I want to get my mind off what what's happening. That's what I use podcasts for. So, yeah, that's the story that happened last year. Yeah, and that's I, – I know I've talked on it before, but that's what – that's one of my things that I've – I know I've talked about and made very clear. It's that's what I want for that's my whole like um not only like um to like glorify god and bring bring people closer to him that's more of my like faith um like faith goal and that's the most important but a uh underneath that just giving some something get putting something out there that um, if people are having a bad day or they're um, they're in a tough spot, um, they just, like you said, they want to just like, you want to just kind of escape what's going on and just like, just for an hour, two hours, whatever it is, not focus on what's go- what's going on in their life. And just be happy and smile. And if like, if we are that for you, then that's amazing. Cause like, 
I know I've had like that's like um good mythical morning and Jack Septicai and Markiplier, they they've been that for me. That's what they've done for me is um when I was like feeling like down or dealing or I had a situation that I didn't know how to face or I just wanted to just kind of escape and just not just just go somewhere else for a while and not really like be in my own thoughts or be uh, in my own head or, or whatever. I would, I would laugh and I would want to like spend some time enjoying um, my favorite YouTubers or funny people um, that just made my day better. And so that is what I'm hoping for so many people with, with what we do is that we can be those, we can be that, those kind like people's, um, what's the word? I'm blanking on. Hmm. Um. Why is the why why am I why am I blanking on the word? It's not role models. No, not role models. Um. I guess we could just be the happy place to people, and that's another thing why I um. I feel like this shorting the podcast thing is I don't I feel like we're not putting as much effort. Like the thing that I always ask after each podcast is would I watch this if I didn't know these people? And that's why I want to put more effort into this podcast in general as shortening to two per week. So I not comfort zone. Just, I guess, oh, just their escape. I just, in, in simplest terms, we can be so, uh, people's escape. And if that's what you need, that's kind of been like my, one of my best things is spreading joy and positivity and happiness. Um, in a culture that's obvious, so doom, gloom, and wicked, <laughs> uh, and negative, uh, just people need happiness. People need to feel good. Uh, they need to uh, just know that they can smile and and things are okay. And and of course, uh, of course, um, of course, you can do that with God, but if people don't have a direct connection with God, godly people are the next best instrument for that. They should be, you know. So that's kind of, that's kind of always been my personal, uh, uh, like personal goal or not agenda, but just, personal motivation for uh doing this my spiritual of course everything is topped by god but just personally just me uh in my heart and in my soul my personal motivation is um 
people being able to come to us and be happy and share a smile and just enjoy uh, watching us no, no matter what is going on in their life. Yeah, and hopefully we do become that down the line. So, God, man, we had a whole podcast, man. We could have cut this in half, and we could have just called it uh, Morning Podcast. But, yeah. Uh. Um, faith, hope, and extra stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the faith podcast is going to be a morning podcast now, pretty much. So, with this, um, now since where's when it's going to be posted, but yeah, I feel like this is where we should leave it all fun. We'll see you when we see you.